Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. When I was about five years old, I was living in a house in Pennsylvania with my little sister. She was about two and a half, three at the time. She and I were out playing in a yard in a small ravine in our front yard, oh, about 10 yards from the highway. My mother was inside doing laundry and doing housework, and she was not afraid to let her little children go out front and play. But while she was doing the laundry, she said that a voice came up in her heart and said, go get the girls. Go get the girls. So my mother went outside, and, and it was not usual for her to do that. She said, Kathy, Janet, come on in and play in the house. So we came in. We obeyed our parents. We were not in our house five minutes when a large car broke through the guardrail and went into the very ravine that my sister and I were in, a very large car. I saw it. It was laying on its side. God protected me and my sister. He protected us. Uh, by his power. Do you know he wants to do the same thing for you? Do you know God wants to do the same thing for you? When we bought our house in Frisco, we, uh, we, God made, just performed a miracle that we could even purchase a house. We found an article in the paper that said, VA loans a dollar down. Well, that's about all we had to put down on a house. And you know what? It was true. We ended up giving a dollar down. We didn't have a lot of money. We were working paycheck to paycheck, but God, in a miracle, gave us a house. Well, now we had to pay for the electric and the gas for it. We went to go move into the house. We left our lease, gave them the, the day that we were going to exit. That day came up. We went to move into the house. The builder of the house showed them and said, you can't move in here. It's not ready yet. What do you mean it's not ready yet? We have no place to go. They said, well, you can't move in the house. Well, the city department code enforcement showed up at the house and we told him the story we said we left our lease we have no place to go we don't have the money to go to live into a hotel for 10 days that's how long they said they needed to finish the house do you know the building inspector came to the house the builder was there we were there the, the building inspector looked at us looked at the builder and he said I'm gonna let these people move in and they're not gonna get an occupancy permit but they're allowed to live here and you know what you're gonna do you're gonna pay their gas and electric until you get this house finished do you know it took him three months to finish the house we went moved in in November and it wasn't until February that we had our first electric and our gas bill do you know through that cold winter God provided our gas and electric it was three months. You know, by that time, the three months are over, we could afford the gas and the electric. Do you want God to do that for you? Do you know he wants to do that for you? He wants to do that for you too. You know, I was praying for a woman that she was over at our house and, and the spirit of God started moving. I started praying for her. At one point praying for her, I saw in the spirit a photograph. It was a photograph of the woman when she was three years old. Saw it clearly in the spirit. I saw the spirit in her eyes. Rejection. I started casting out rejection. You know, that spirit came out of her. It was a strong deliverance. She said, I have never had anything like that happen to me before. Do you know God wants to do that for you too? He wants to do it for you. Wants to. 
You know, there was a time in the early or the late 80s, early 90s, I was having severe back problems, severe. I didn't mind doing housework, enjoyed doing housework, but my back would hurt so bad that by the time the day was finished, I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk at all. In fact, I remember two times I was so determined to get all the housework done in that day, you would take that last load out of the dryer, you know, that last one at night, fold the towels, put them in the bathroom. Well, I would sit on the floor, lay the towels on my lap, and scoot myself around because I couldn't walk. My back hurt so bad. That One of those evenings, Dole was up here ministering by the Spirit of God, and he said, God wants to hear back problems tonight. Well, I was first in line. I mean, I wanted that back healed. I got up here, Doyle laid his hands on me, and it wasn't Doyle. It was the Spirit of God. It was God working through Doyle. God put his hands on me. The power of God came on me. My hip went numb, totally numb. In fact, it was so numb, I started laughing because it was all, it was just numb, tingly. And the next thing I knew, I felt the bone in my leg grow out about three-quarters of an inch. Three quarters of an inch. You know when that was finished, I never had another backache again. Not one. Not one. I was totally healed. Do you know God wants to do that for you too? He wants to do it for you. And how do you get there? Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 15. I'm going to show you how you can get there and all these things be available for you. For you. Verse 1. Moreover, brethren... I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. I'm going to read four verses, and then I'm going to go back to the beginning. By which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all, which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again, the third day, according to the scriptures. This is the gospel. This is what Jesus meant when in Mark 1, he said, repent and believe the gospel. This is what he wants you to believe. And what happens when you believe all that? We're going to find out. Now, what is the gospel? It's in verse 3. How that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, That he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That is the gospel. That is what Jesus did for you. He died for you. He had your sins on him. He was buried. He was a dead man. And they buried him. And his spirit and his soul went to hell. And when that sacrifice that Jesus made satisfied the father he was raised again came out of the grave alive alive and your sins were forgiven and you were justified sanctified set apart to the father that is the gospel now let's go back to verse one moreover brethren I declare unto you the gospel we just now know what that is that Jesus died that he was buried that he rose again. You don't have to worry about anything else. That's the gospel. That's what Jesus wants you to believe. He said, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which I just did to you, which also you have received, received. You received it, and wherein you stand. 
Well, how do you stand in the gospel? Turn with me to Romans 11. I'm going to read verse 20. This is standing. And this is the Apostle Paul speaking. He said, well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. It's talking about the Jews not believing about the Messiah. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And thou standest by faith. Thou standest by faith. How do you stand in the gospel? You believe it. You believe it. You believe what it did for you. You believe it when it doesn't look like that. You believe it. You know that faith has nothing to do with feelings. It has nothing to do with feelings. Do you hear that? It doesn't even have anything to do with good feelings. And it certainly has nothing to do with bad feelings. Do you know that faith has nothing to do with what you see with your eyes? Has nothing to do with what you see with your eyes. Do you know that everything that your eyes sees is going to someday disappear? It's going to someday go away. The only thing that's going to remain are the things that you can't see. That's what faith is, looking at the things that you can't see. Faith has nothing to do with what you see. It has nothing to do with what you feel. What does faith have to do with? Trusting in the word of God. And what does that word say? It says that Jesus died for you, that he was buried for you, and that he raised again for you. When you stand in the gospel, you stand believing in faith those words and not what you see and not what you feel. And when that happens, it'll manifest. Now let's go on. Back to verse 2. By which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Notice, you can believe in vain. You can believe in vain. You can believe for a while and then stop believing, and your believing will become vain. Vain. Not worth anything. Now, it says but which also you are saved. We're going to take a look at that word saved. That word saved is the Greek word sozo. Sozo. You know what sozo means? It means in Strong's to save. It means to keep safe and sound. It means to rescue from danger or destruction. It means to be sound. Let's take a look. I'm going to go to Luke 8. And I'm going to begin in verse 43. A woman having an issue of blood 12 years had spent all her living upon physicians and neither could be healed of any. An issue of blood wouldn't stop bleeding. Would not stop bleeding. Spent all her living upon physicians. Neither could be healed of any. Couldn't be healed. Came upon behind Jesus and touched the border of his garment and immediately... Immediately, the issue of her blood stenched. And Jesus said, who touched me? And when they denied Peter and all they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee. And sayest thou, who touched me? You got everybody touching you, Peter was saying. And Jesus said, somebody has touched me. For I perceive that virtue, that the power has gone out of me. And when the woman saw she could not be hid, she came trembling. 
falling down before him. And she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched Jesus and how she was healed immediately. And look what Jesus said unto her. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. Thy faith has made thee whole. You know what that word whole is? You know what the Greek word for whole is? Sozo. Sozo. Saved. Healed. So now we know that being saved is being healed. When my back was healed, I was saved from that pain. I was saved. All right, let's go to the next one. I'm going to keep in the same chapter, go up a little earlier. Let's go to verse 28. This is Jesus in the gathering. Verse 28, when the gathering saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus? Thou son of the most high God, I beseech thee, torment me not. This man was full of devils, full of devils. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it caught him and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters and he broke the bands and he was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him saying, what is thy name? And the man said, legion, because many devils were entered into him. I'm sorry, the devil said legion. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was there a herd of many swine, pigs, feeding on the mountain and they besought the devils besought Jesus that he would suffer them to enter into them and Jesus suffered them and went the devils out of the man notice how many devils were in this man and when the devils went out of the man entered into the swine and their herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked and they that were fed them saw it was done they fled and they went and told it in the city and in the country and when the people came out to see what was done, they came to Jesus and they found the man that had all these demons out of whom the devils were departed. The devils had gone out of the man. And he was sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they that saw that were done told them by what means. And look at this next phrase. He that was possessed of the devils, devils, was healed, was healed. He that was possessed of the devils was healed, healed. Do you know what the devil coming out of you is being healed? And you know what that word is? Sozo, sozo, saved. That man was saved from those devils, healed of those devils, sozo. Let's go to another one, one more, Acts chapter 27. You know, when I cast that spirit of rejection out of that woman by the Spirit of God, it wasn't me. I can't do a thing. It was the Spirit of God in me. Do you know that woman was healed from that rejection? Do you know God wants to do that for you? Do you know she was saved? She was saved from that spirit. All right, Acts 27. I'm going to begin in verse 20. This is Paul. He's on a ship. He's on his way to Rome. And the ship has been in a terrible storm. And it's been going on for days. And when neither sun nor stars in the days appeared, and no small tempest lay upon us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. All hope that we should be saved was taken away. 
But after long absence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. There are people here on the ship that don't know about Paul, don't know why he's going to Rome, don't know he's a Christian, doesn't know that, that the devil's after him. They're innocent bystanders, as you would say. Paul said, but after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and have not loosed from Crete to have gained this harm and loss. Now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God has given thee all that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit, we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth night was come, as we were driven up and down in Adria, about midnight the shipmen deemed that they'd be near some country and sounded and found it twenty fathoms. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again, found it fifteen fathoms. Then fearing lest we should have fallen upon the rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea under the color as though it had cast out anchors out of the foreship, Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, listen to this, except you abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. You cannot be saved. What's that word? Sozo. Sozo. They were all saved. They all got to land safely. Safely. Do you think when Paul said that you were going to be saved, that he meant that they were all going to be born again and die? No. Saved. They were saved from the storm. They were protected by God. That is saved. So now we know that saved means to be healed. Saved can mean prosperity. Saved can mean the devil cast out of you. And saved can mean born again. That word encompasses all those things. And how are we saved? Back to 1 Corinthians 15. 3, for I delivered unto you, first of all, which I also received. Also received how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That is how you can have divine protection. That is how you can be healed. That is where your deliverance comes from. And that is where you are born again. It is in the gospel. It is in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And it is no place else. It is in no place else. Uh, go with me to Romans 1. Real quick. Romans 1, 16. For I, this is Paul speaking. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Anything you need, you need healed, it's in the gospel. You need delivered, it's in the gospel. You need prosperity, it's in the gospel. You need to be born again, it's in the gospel. You need your sins forgiven, it's in the gospel. You need set apart, it's in the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. 
The Father in heaven wants you to have this. He wants you to have it. He is asking you, are you born again? Are you born again? It can't come to you unless you are born again. How are you born again? You believe. You believe that Jesus died for you, that he was buried for you, and that God raised him from the dead for you, and you shall be saved. If you need healing, Jesus died for you. He was buried for you, and he was raised again for you, and you will be healed. You need prosperity. You need deliverance. It's in that Jesus died for you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your poverty, your curses, your perversities. He bore them on his own body, and then he died for you, and he went to hell for you, and he was raised again for you, and you are justified, and you are sanctified, and you are set apart to God. You are healed. You are made rich, and how does it manifest in front of your eyes? You believe it. You believe it. Get that Bible out. Brush off the dust and start reading it. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the epistles. Read Isaiah 52 and 53 and read the Psalms out loud. They're prayers. And in those prayers is the death, burial, and resurrection. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.